Welcome back to Helmets. It is the end of the regular season. Regular season's in the books. It feels like this one has been really quick as well. I don't know why. I think maybe it's just yeah. more focused on it. But like, I was thinking about the season and all the things that we've said about it. And like, the season's kind of played out like an NFL season. Right? Like, it's been pretty much what we <laughs> said was going to happen, happened. There was some exciting yeah. shit in the beginning. In the middle, it got really boring. And at the end, everything that was supposed to happen, pretty much bar a couple of things, happened. Um, yeah. Like, it is, it is, of course, not, didn't go by quickly. And as much as it is, of course, the longest ever NFL season. They oh, yeah, no, extra yeah, game. So that. it is, in fact, it's not, it's not just that it didn't go quickly. It, it is literally longer than any. I don't, I always wonder kind of what would happen if there were like loads more games. I feel like, like, you know, if they did it like a league, I guess it was just, I guess what would immediately happen is that everyone, it, it's such an absurdly violent game that like a large number of players would die. But yeah. And then considering somebody nearly did die this year. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, that was, maybe there's too many. Um, I, To be honest, I, I'm done personally. I think yeah. I've had enough. There's, there's plenty to watch. Uh, it's it's just it's quite an intense game. Yeah, it's it's like going to a, a very aggressive dance nightclub, yeah. and uh, as opposed to like a nice quiet pint. You know, yeah, I always yeah. um, it only takes like, so much. I'm very uh, I'm very much um, I, I will always defend um, American football. Um, like I'll, sorry, I'd always de- defend American football to like. Uh, especially rugby fans who like absolutely love to like absolutely cope about American sports. Um, but like uh, one of the thing, one of the things you do some, get the other direction is American football fans will always point at these like insane freaks who play their game. And are like, look, that is so clearly faster, stronger, better than anyone who plays rugby. And that is true. Like that is completely true. But also rugby players play like 50 games a year. And like you just, I'm like, if that if they played the other sport, they wouldn't be as big or as fast or as strong because they'd have to play 50 games a fucking year. They'd just yeah. be like slow, haggard dudes. Like, is I think it's really funny how like um, any rugby player, like they they pretty much got to get married quick because if they don't, they're so good looking at like 22, and then by 25, they're just like absolutely haggard. Yeah, I, I love seeing a smashed in knackered old dude in the pub who's clearly a rugby. I saw one the other day. I walked past. Yeah, him, like, the fucking like cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower ears. Like it was the cauliflowering that gave him away. Yeah, I, um, absolutely. So I've I was thinking about this, and I was obviously NFL players are very very explosive, and they're very good over short distances. Um, and I was thinking, how many of them? So obvious. I, you guys remember, I, I ran the London Marathon this year, and I'm training for the London Marathon next year. And I was thinking. How many of the NFL could I potentially beat at a uh, at a marathon? Like, at what point do, could do you think I I could probably beat, let's say, every offensive and defensive lineman at a marathon? Yeah, because I, I think, think is there like maybe maybe a a low level receiver who's really good in forty yards, but then after that drops off? I don't know. All I'm I saying think is enough I'm as them. athletic as an NFL player. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. The season's over. We can say crazy yeah. wild. We can shit. just say wild shit. Um, I think like there's definitely. I think the thing is, is that again, like they are. Uh, I I absolutely hate that. I absolutely hate those like 
uh, fucking like Instagram things that Americans occasionally do. They're like, if LeBron James played soccer, he'd be the best in the world. But the problem is, the problem is, is that there is a level of truth to their suppositions. Um, uh, and it's basically that they are a continent-sized country with 300 million people. And if they devoted the sort of like laser-focused programming that they do to their other things, to like the sports that everyone else played, I'm not saying they would always be the best, but they would definitely be consistently one of the best teams and also they would conti- they would unearth a ridiculous amount of talent and oh, yeah. like the, what i'm leading this up to is that guys like tyreek hill and stuff really are just like freaks they are so i i think tyreek hill even though his entire thing is being the cheater and like being super strong and fast and quick and like good with his and coordinated would definitely crack out like quite a decent marathon time well, yeah, probably. I, I, like, I wasn't going to go as far as saying I could beat uh, Tyreek Hill at a running race. Yeah, but that's as I was running, as I was having my little run this morning, I was thinking, I wonder if Tyreek drops off after ten k. I wonder where us where I would finish. But no, actually, yeah, no, like that's it. Like where with someone like Tyreek, whose whole thing is that he is, you know, an ultimate sprinter, and turns on a penny. Where's his drop off point? I think it might be relatively early, given how heavy they have. I actually, you know what? Like, you know, what I was saying the, the sort of American football rugby thing is that actually quite a lot of rugby players are relatively light compared to American football players, and it's just because again, because they play like fifty games a year. Um, I think that there's a Chirik might drop off maybe about ten k something like that because just because he has to be so heavy. Like even yeah. by because he's a quite he's a small he's quite a small um American football player and he is yeah so he weighs in at 87 kgs. That's a big boy. That's pretty fucking big. Like by yeah. nearly I mean, any he's, ab- he's absolutely jacked. He's absolutely jacked. Um I don't there's nothing on the internet that says he would he has ever tried to run a uh, longer than uh, 100 meters. DK um, Metcalf is 107 kilograms. Yeah, that's unreal. <laughs> well that that's the interesting thing about how big these dudes are and one thing I yeah. always like is at the end of the season when there's when a bunch of the you know lifer long time um offensive linemen mm. the guys who are borderline you know borderline hall of famers they that when they retire they all end up getting really really thin like they just lose so much because they spend yeah. all their time eating like seven thousand calories a day to stay at like 350 plus pounds uh, but they're all athletic so what happens is, is as soon as they um as soon as they retire they just start losing weight and they because they can just they don't need to maintain that that insane level of um just simply being incredible amount yeah. of bulk in front of them but yeah the season's over um week uh week 18 was was a fun one it was an interesting one um there was it was all to play for in a few of the games um and i really enjoyed it and now i'm looking ahead to uh the playoffs but before we do that should we have a little look back over the year and start calling out some of the people that we have seen some of yeah. the games that we've enjoyed um let's start with um let's start with defensive player of the year because uh it'll because defense into... w- defense wins yeah. championships also defense I think we does have the, win championships i think we have the same one yeah I it's, gonna it's, be... a, it's gonna be nick bosa and you know it's what gonna he, be nick bosa. he's gonna win like if 
if they like left field it and just go for some other guy, I don't. Nick Bosa is the best defensive player of the like. This is one of the best defensive seasons I've ever seen for him. I don't think the problem is. I think the problem with the NFL is we don't talk enough about defense, right? Um, I think it's because nowadays in twenty twenty three that that old adage of defense with championships. I mean, obviously, it's if I think that it'll be back with a vengeance if the 49ers come back and win it with a third string quarterback. Uh, mm. But yeah, I mean, it, it it is true. And the thing is, I I think they're very comparable in mentality to the old uh, Ravens defenses mm. where they kind of hit that second half and it's not like they turned off, but you just knew that you yeah. weren't going to get past them. And it, they just wore you down mentally. Like they, they, and it, it, there was times when he hit, when he hit 18 and a half sacks, he was hitting them. And his little celebration is like, I'm literally not even trying. I'm yeah. capable of doing such incredible things. Although weirdly, so I've read I've read a few conflicting things about defense. And I wonder how you think about this. But like I've read a few things that basically these days is that um, the, the prevailing view in the NFL is that it's almost impossible to stop teams getting quite a few yards and scoring these days. And on that basis... Uh, defensive players way more is just really about efficiency and like ensuring that they're um, and then efficiency and then taking advantage basically of sort of and then taking advantage of mistakes and that might seem like a very obvious but back in the day there really were defenses that could just shut down pretty much anyone Um, and that's sort of not just not that possible with the rules anymore so the game relies way more on just like punishing uh punish like having people who just know who are like really really drilled and who have the kind of creativity to punish the mistake like to get involved in any of the chaos that gets controlled and punish their mistakes and i think that's sort of true of someone like nick bosa like he's just a very very destructive guy um yeah um i think that it's you know i think that he's He's also scary to watch, and the other the other players I really like. I really like my, um, Micah Parsons. I really like Miles Garrett. Obviously, we talked about mm. him before with his his uh, love for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I also love Christian Wilkins from the from the Miami Dolphins, uh, just from for one of my teams. Yeah, to be in there. Um, Micah Parsons is a proper like old a, like old school linebacker. I think you know, like it's quite rare these days. Uh, there's a lot of teams that linebackers are using uh, in a lot of teams. They're almost like hybrid strong safeties. Where basically, basically for the listeners, um, it, it, back in the day, linebacking was um, you basically there to stop runners or to stop the or to blitz and try and hit add more people to hit the quarterback. And these days, you kind of also really and th- and then sorry, and then any pass defending they could do was kind of a bit of a bonus. These days, that you really need an extra pass defender, so linebackers tend to be a bit smaller, much much faster. Um, but I think Micah Parsons is one of those kind of package deals who's a really like nasty run stuffer as well. Yeah, it's always been one of my favorite positions ever. Um, I, I, you know, Zach Thomas for the Dolphins, uh, Junior Seau, uh, you know, Brian Urlacher. I think they're, they're kind of like the rock stars of the defense. Usually they tend mm. to be the the captains. Uh, they're, they're the ones not necessarily calling the plays because it's not quite the same on that side of the ball, but they're the guys with the, uh, yeah. tend to be the guy with the, the, uh, radio in their head, that kind of you thing. You know, like I always felt it's an always... actual radio. They don't have like, pro- well, some of them probably are talking to themselves, to be quite honest. I, I always feel like cornerbacks 
are an interesting group. So cornerbacks, again, for the listeners, are the guys typically that are defending receivers. They're normally some of the fastest players on the pitch, if not the fastest, are normally... Uh, there's a couple of receivers who are faster than, than cornerbacks, but like it's kind of about equal. Um, cornerbacks are often actually, weirdly, you'd think that this, this doesn't necessarily logically work out, but cornerbacks are often like a little bit smaller than receivers. Uh, and that's mostly because they basically have to be faster um, because they need to, you know, catch you after you've made your decision. Um, but like one of the things about quarterbacks, I, I always find it very interesting when you get ones that are proper, like, you know, like rock stars. Cause I'm like, uh, the weird thing about that is it's not like being a star receiver, you know, where you, you really do have to have that super ego and that, that confidence like for a cornerback to like for a cornerback, the best thing that can happen in the game, apart from an interception, which you know is not something that happens every game, even for the very best ones, is no one fucking hears about you. That's the absolute yeah. best thing that can happen. So it's very weird when they're like, "Yeah, I'm the fucking boss of this D," and you're like, "Okay, the the best result of this game is I don't hear your name for the rest of the game." Well, they always talk about they always talk about islands. Yeah, they, they become islands because because people know that they're so good they just never throw to them. So what happens is is once you hit a certain level, as a really good defensive back, is your numbers drop off because people don't want to go anywhere near you. So like, yeah. obviously you can then look at an overall idea of the statistics. You go, okay, well they didn't score any touchdowns against this particular yeah. setup, but but like realistically, after a while they just go, ah, well we'll just not throw to the side of the field Dion Sanders is playing on. Yeah, I think. Um... When I started watching football, um, Revis, Daryl Revis was the, the like the best Revis one. Revis Island, yeah, and uh, yeah, they literally just called him Revis Island because he just like you just like what? There's no point, <laughs> just no point in chucking the ball that way. Um, yeah. Which I but yeah, that's I yeah, it's I I think it's I, I like him. I mean, you know, they they tend to also be the shit talkers uh, because it's also you know unless they get humiliated very relatively low stakes in that respect because the ball isn't going to you every single time you're not really a skill player in the same concept as a receiver or a running back or a quarterback yeah um, absolutely so i think we'll go with nick bosa on that one yeah um, nick bosa the, the next one split into two halves offensive non qb of the year and then best qb of the year yeah so um, i just didn't I, I just didn't get do a qb i but i'll tell you who it, who i think mine is who? Mahomes. Not yeah, even. no, it's definitely, it's it's definitely Mahomes. Mahomes. He's the, the best the special, QB. The special, uh, special mention, who's also probably rookie of the year, is going to be Purdy, just simply because he's put together. I think he's the thing is, he has had to be good at being a quarterback, uh, even though they're Brock the first line of set. Brock Purdy, yeah. unstoppable. No, 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 no. So, you know what? Like, I, I haven't mentioned him because I don't think he's the best one. But in terms of guy who fucking the team has just gone, oh my god, thank god we have him. Yeah, like, um, however, uh, the four, so the 49ers appeared in my uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, you're gonna see in our names and lists. You're gonna about to hear a lot of 49ers because I fundamentally think they're the the team of the year too. I think um, they're gonna win the fucking Super Bowl. I mean. I it's very tough, but like we'll get onto that when we're predicting the, they are, predicting the playoffs. Yeah. But I think they, I don't think, I, I think that they're going to be that defense that people talk about 
you know, in the same breath as the Bears, in the same breath as the the, the Ravens. The the really, really, I think yeah. it's going to be a really legendary team. If um, I want to watch it as well, I wonder if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl with the 49ers. I do wonder whether he'll end up being like uh, have an amazing career, or he'll end up being a sort of Nick Foles character, where you're like, "Fuck, how did that happen?" Like four years later. The latter. The latter. I'm afraid. I I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure that he's wildly skilled, but he's still good. And I think, I think so. I think what um, this can happen, by the way, in the NFL listeners, where I mean, you know, if you watch football or whatever, you you'll see strikers who have these runs of form that kind of just seem to be smashing in goals, uh, usually because they're playing on really good teams that are on hot streaks. And it's not that they're not skilled. Of course they are. They're still doing the scoring, and often it's really, really good what they're doing. But what it is is they've never had to face – they haven't yet had to face some the real kind of fucking drudgery adversity, the drudgery of this team just being kind of shit and relying on you to, like, do way more. Um like you, you got to remember that every quarterback who the, who's drafted in the NFL is amazing. Like all the all of them in college will have been throwing like school records, you know, like being one of the best players they've ever had, and only a few really, really have any kind of longevity. Yeah. If you look at though, the, the third the third string quarterback, and you look mm. at Skylar Thompson for Miami, and you're just like, well, it could have been him, and he's shot. Yeah. So they yeah. did. They they smashed it with getting this kid, uh, and I really oh, hope absolutely. he starts. I hope he starts somewhere next season because uh, I don't want to not see him. So um, the um the side the 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 counter argument to the thing I've just said is that Kyle Shanahan is like a well known QB coach who loves loves quarterbacking, loves quarterbacks, loves coaching up guys from when they're young, and like if he fucking wins a Super Bowl with this kid, like does he drop him? Uh, no, but he will have to because I don't. I think he'll. It will be a. It will be a Nick Foles kind of situation. And I don't know. Maybe they'll find a, situ- a a place for him to land. The problem is, is like, if you go like, if you look at the quarterback carousel that's potentially going to happen at the end of the season, you look at who's moving on. People like, um, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, people like that. And then you think about who their potential understudies are. We've had a chance to see a shitload mm. of fucking quarterbacks this year. Um, I just I, there's not a team anywhere near as good as. 49ers for him to slot into yeah you know, oh, no, no. Like, there's no doesn't exist it, there's no there's no one that does so actually you know what we've just done what we've done is done that thing which we did for the whole season where we just go oh yeah the Chiefs are the best not talk about them because they're just so self-evident yeah, no yeah like Mahomes, Mahomes <laughs> is, so is fucking wild and he also so his statistics like 5,250 yards I mean that is unbelievable um Unbelievable yardage. Um, you know, I remember. I think he's he's had more five. He's had more five thousand plus yard seasons in the years that he's been in the NFL than I think Manning had in his entire career. Something like that. Like he, he's setting unbearable records, and he is just, mm. you know, he's he's exciting, and he's he like the the game, the previous game, the last one uh, when they he did a shovel touchdown, uh, which is his kind of I would say signature move at this point where. Yeah. They, they'll, they'll, he'll, he'll improvise. He'll scramble around. He'll see a guy, and he'll just almost toss it underarm to the guy in the end zone. And I love seeing that. Um, he's, 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 you know, he's probably going to be the MVP of the whole year. Um, but if not, you know, hopefully, I think if it doesn't go to him, okay, start again. Put it this way: if it goes to another quarterback, it would be bullshit. 
But if mm. it goes to a non-quarterback, maybe it's okay because uh, I think yes. it could potentially go. Because we said, as we said last week, you said that McCaffrey has been literally the most valuable player. Yes. So um, that was that is my vote for MVP. Um, I so my vote for best quarterback is is we, you didn't really do uh, an M, uh, MVP, right? You did a best quarterback and best non-quarterback. Yeah, and, I could choose. I will choose between yeah. the two, but um, and I would it, say, yeah. Like, yeah, it's definitely Mahomes. <laughs> like, I think obvious. that, and given that, given that politically, right, the NFL has just given the fucking MVPs quarterbacks pretty much every year uh, for a long, long time. Then, yeah, there's a lot of argument for saying that they should that they should change it to just best quarterback, best of best, you know, offensive skill player or something like that. How, having said that. I'm going with the MVP, and my MVP is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Eight. I mean, what a season! I mean, what a, what a season to turn around putting some of those stats up. The 49ers um, were not were a difficult team without him. That's, and I'm not saying that. It, and the 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 mad thing is, is that it's not just his stats it's so clearly how much better around like he makes players around him the 49ers were having you know they were a really tough team but they you know they'd taken some losses there was something missing from there there was something was missing aside from the fact they're fucking like running out of Q- they're sort of running through qbs every other week something was missing from them they bring McCaffrey. Oh, Debo Samuel, their star receiver, has been injured on and off for most of that most of that um, most of that season. McCaffrey comes in; he fits in absolutely perfectly. And the second that he goes in, everyone looks at the 49ers and we're like, "They're dangerous." And there was almost not. The other thing is there was almost no like hyperbole about it. Yeah, you know, it like sometimes you know when a player gets in, everyone goes, "Wow, how's anyone going to beat the?" That beat the Broncos or whatever with this guy, and you're like, yeah, but come on, he just had a really good week. It wasn't that; it was the way that it opened up space for all these other players to do the things that they do. It just there suddenly... was also no teething time; like they, it was just happened. No, like, no, no. It was like yeah. the, the week afterwards. You're like, oh fuck, they're going to win. Well, the, the the chat before the season was that the 49ers might be one or two seasons away from being a championship team and now yeah. we know that they were just one piece away and yeah there's, I, there's no reason why they can't go on to win the super bowl really unless obviously uh, the thing is this is the thing about Mahomes and the chiefs is they are fucking amazing uh mm-hmm. and, and my other my other shout would probably be kelsey for, for for mvp but like they don't tend to have a bad day apart from that one time when they had a bad day in the actual super bowl and I think like I'm that that's to the point where you you would almost say this is all all tied up, ready to go for the for the Chiefs. But then you're mm. like, actually, what if they do? What if they do have an off day, and it turns out that the defense of the 49ers is the one that's going to be unlocking the secrets that that keep Kelsey from in the keep Kelsey out of the end zone. Mahomes didn't really even have a bad day in that Super Bowl. Uh, no, I mean, they he... just didn't. They just didn't click in the same way yeah. as, as the other guys. Um, my other outside shout, as I, I, I all season, I've been talking about how much I love Justin Jefferson. Uh, Justin Jefferson uh, had one thousand eight hundred nine receiving yards. Now he was the number one in receiving yards. Number two was Tyreek Hill 
with mm. 1,710. That's under 100 yards difference. And Tyreek Hill didn't have a starting quarterback for like half of the season. That's <laughs> like I, I gave it to Jefferson because he's a rookie, but like that, and also, but again, I also sort of feel like with Tyreek Tyreek Hill, who of course played with the Chiefs for his first few seasons, is suffering from the same reason that you occasionally ignore Mahomes. Do you know what I mean? Like with yeah. Tyreek Hill, just fucking gets like two hundred yards at a game. You're just like, yeah, that seems right. You know, you're just like, ah, yeah, of course he did. Yeah, it's weird that when that doesn't happen, and then the Dolphins don't don't do very well. But yeah, that's um. I think those I would I would say um, McCaffrey is the MVP, but the best QB obviously is Mahomes. Uh, I've loved watching Jefferson. I loved obviously watching uh, Tyreek Hill. I loved Kelsey. Uh, I think it's been a fun season uh, for absolute fucking offensive crazy shit happening. Just mm. people putting up crazy numbers um, and just doing doing cool stuff like that's what it's been about and that's kind of what the nfl is about it's about doing cool stuff and some of those catches have been fucking wild um i'd also say maybe a special shout out to i will get on to coach of the year because i think a general overall good call would be the entire lions offense uh who've been nothing short of fucking great uh, yeah, they've been fun. They've been exciting. They've been scary. You don't know what 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 they're going to come at you. They come out with different looks. It's been fun, uh, and I really I would say Dan Campbell might be up there for my coach of the season, um, mm. but because I've I've enjoyed we we have the whole time enjoyed the Lions. We we we've, we've loved the Lions. They're the most fun team. Uh, Jared Goff has been unlucky that the Lions have miraculously lost a bunch of games because otherwise he'd be right now having a bit of a playoffs um redemption arc but to be honest with you i think he has he has shown that he's a good quarterback yeah plus like, i mean nine and eight is is a good is it's really annoying how up and down that side of the draw is with the nfc because yeah you know nine and eight is good enough for the dolphins to get in it's not good enough for the lions that being said Lovely last day of the season for the Detroit Lions in front of the home uh, home guys. Was it? I don't know. No, it wasn't. I don't know. They fucking won. They beat the they beat the older enemy. They beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, they beat Aaron Rodgers and they finished with a winning season. Maybe they're going to have another good season next year. But Dan Campbell is a bit of a you know mm. blows hot and cold. Was not my pick for the not was not my pick for the uh, coach of the year though, and my pick for the co- coach of the year. Now, I feel like we're being a bit unfair by not mentioning Nick Sirianni uh, for the Eagles, but he's not my coach of the year. No. Uh, my coach of the year for turning around the fucking Landon Jags, oh, who are also yes. my honourable mention for team of the year, is Doug Peterson. Yes. A Doug very, very poor result. The fucking Landon Jags. Football is coming Landon. home. Football's he's... coming home. It's coming fucking home, lads. He's Imagine that. From... Let's start a riot. I, this is this this happened when I not I was saying I start, obviously didn't start right, but when I was a student in mm. New York, I was in, in I was there the year that um, I was the year that uh, the Patriots lost to the Giants, and I was in upstate New York, and we thought everyone from uni was going to because it's fucking freezing. We, we thought everyone from uni was going to come out and have a big party in the middle of the university, and we all went out there with all of our gear with some beers, and then it was just us, and I was <laughs> quite disappointed. So potentially, let's say the boys go all the way. Everyone who listens to Helmets podcast, we're going to meet in Trafalgar Square and uh, put uh, flares up our asses. Yeah, absolutely. 
celebrating in a good traditional way. So they they uh they last the Jag the Jags last lost on the 30th of November. Uh their for their final games were so yeah, they um they have a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven game winning streak. That is unbelievable. unbelievable. That's so good. They were, um, I believe they were six and two um before they No, they uh, they, they have seven, a five game win streak, so they're four and eight. Sorry, four, I've, I've yeah. Had, I don't know how it works. Anyway, but they 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 are turning that t- turning that ship around. And you know what? The kind of weird thing is you could sort of see signs of it at the start. They they actually started relatively hot and they had that kind of dim patch. And I remember I, I remember saying to you on the pod, like, I don't really know what's going on with this team. They've got like they seem to be showing flashes of stuff, but they're not like putting it together. They fucking put it together. They're so good and they're loads of fun to watch. And they're really well balanced. And they've got a superstar leading them. And Peterson is definitely a great coach because Let's be honest; they really don't have that many more pieces since last year. It's yeah. all fucking the same guys. So the coach is a huge part of that. He's my he is my recommendation for coach of the year. Yeah, um, I've I, yes, I'll agree with that. I, I like um, I think Mike Tomlin deserves a mention just because he's had another season where he, he's not ever had a losing season. The guys, the guys, are fucking wizard, and the Steelers. All of a sudden, they're looking kind of like they might have something going there. Nine wins in the AFC is, is really, really good. Um, and Kenny Pickett, you know, he's ha- he's mm. a fucking good quarterback. You know, I think he's they got some people on the ball um, and uh, mm. a bit of a watch this space. And I think other than the Browns, I don't know, maybe the Browns have something coming. But like that starts to look a bit more like a very powerful division. Now you've got the Ravens, Bengals, uh, Steelers winning and then Browns, you know, None of those are easy games for any of those teams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, that's... Mike Tomlin was asked um, last at the end of the year, he's often asked about his future because he's been around for so long. You forget the thing with t- uh, the Steelers and also the Ravens are a bit like this. Uh, same division rivals and they've got a similar thing. They kind of... You kind of forget when you're a fan of one of these teams how much other teams like fucking change their coaches and like change their staff, change things oh, yeah. about them. And the, the Steelers and Ravens really don't. Um, and it's because they have... And like... Ravens and Steelers fans, I think, often like shit on Harbour or Tomlin because they're like, oh, we're not like winning the fucking Super Bowl every year. You don't realize how good you've got it. Anyway, um, Mike Tomlin said that he was asked, you you, uh, you just talked about competition and all that lighting a fire under you to keep going. Do you still feel the same competitive fire and everything going to this offseason? Do you still feel the same motivation on fire? And Tomlin said, increasingly so. Uh, he's mm. just signed a, he signed a three-year extension in April 2021. He's co- uh, contract for the next couple of years. He's staying. And I think he feel uh, I got the sense that not just from that question, but just from general uh, the general demeanor of him at the end, which I watched a bit of, is that he really, really is plat. He thinks he's got something. Um, I think he with his well. current crop, nine wins is good, and I think that's impressive. I mean, TJ um, Watt, like, had TJ Watt not been injured for a bunch of this season, he was on like his the numbers for the games that he's healthy for, but are like as good, if not better. Than but than Nick Bosa, like he's a similar level player. He was just injured for loads of the season. Yeah. Um, fuck it, give it to the Jags. Doug Peterson is. Yeah. Um, 
I would say the next two are kind of silly. I mean, the next three are silly, really. Uh, I would say, for me, I'd say the worst player of the year and the best player of the year. Uh, well, that's that's it's the it's the Patriots one, isn't it? Patriots miracle the is Patriots one of the miracle. most. That's I would say that's let's say it's the worst play because we'll give the best mm. play out in a second. Worst player I've ever seen. The stupidest thing I've seen in professional sports, maybe. Uh, genuinely fucking hilarious watching the Patriots shit themselves that badly. I would give, I'll, I'll say on the other side, like obviously it's good for me because I hate the Patriots, but best player of the season, best player of the season last week in the in the uh, Buffalo Bills versus the Patriots game, Naeem Hines returning not one, but two kickoffs for touchdowns. Uh, to, uh, uh, fucking poetry. That's like... To that's knock the Patriots out. Unbelievable. Um, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, because I watched the Dolphins and the Jets and I watched the Bills and the Patriots at the same mm. time. Um, and it all leads into the preview of the playoffs. Uh, so this is my thoughts. The Buffalo Bills had a lovely game at home against their rivals. Uh, everyone was going into the game. Their, their, their guy was, you know, nearly died on the field and they're playing for him and all this stuff. Beautiful story. And... Everyone's like, oh, they're going to score 70 points on the Patriots. Mm. They scored 35, and 14 of those came from kickoff returns. Yes. And as much as kickoff returns are really exciting, they are at a fundamental point a fuck up. Like they're the Patriots made an error. They didn't get outplayed, they didn't get outcoached. They made they made there was a mistake twice. Yeah. And that 35 minus 14 is 21. And that's not a lot of that's you know, and Patriots scored 23. I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to win because they're going to get fucking smoked in the playoffs. But that's not, that's a deceit. All season, the Bills have been like this. They're going to fucking win the Super Bowl because this is how I've been talking all, all year. It's a deceiving number because that doesn't show that they're really, really, really good. If they, if they could, they should have scored more than three touchdowns against the Patriots, D. Mm. I watched the I, game and they, they, they just didn't. Yeah. They were they were fine as they have been all season. They've been fine. I don't think a while ago I sort of poo pooed your your suggestion that the Bills are a paper tiger. Now, the thing about all of this is like I'm going to say disclaimer to our listeners is a lot of this is all this is all supposition because something you need to understand about the NFL is that. The regular season is just not the playoffs. And like thinking about it, it makes sense. You know, it's like uh the World Cup is not a league, right? The fucking like there are there are players who come alive, even in like so far, even in the in the premiership, right? There's premier there's players who play for the top premiership sides who aren't like necessarily superstars, but who've cut you've seen them like come alive in the Champions League in knockouts. Yeah. Like the playoffs are not the regular season. Um could be that Josh Allen and the Bills like absolutely come to life in the playoffs. Could could well be that another team does, you know. But I think you might be a little bit right. I still I think they're the best paper tiger, you yeah. know. <laughs> like I think, for example, they're better than the Vikings. Oh, uh, they're definitely fucking better than the Vikings. But the, but the problem is, is that the Chiefs are better than them, and like their big stumbling block has always been the Chiefs. You know, they were really, really, really... I mean, they... I say they. What I really mean by they is Josh Allen, who put everything on the field last year, was really, really unlucky to not go to the Super Bowl last year. But I don't think they're as good a team as they were last year. And I think the Chiefs are as good 
Actually, I don't even know if the Chiefs are as good, but I think the Chiefs are still basically the same. Yeah, the even Chiefs are, the, the, yeah, yeah this is happening. I'm I'm just not sure that the Bills are as good. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, I don't, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know who might win the Super Bowl though? The Bengals. Actually, we'll get onto that. <laughs> Let's go. So let's look ahead because we can look ahead and look back at the same time. Yeah. Uh, because uh, all of the games that happened last week in week 18 all affect, well, pretty much all affected the uh, the, the wild card and uh, the yeah. playoff seedings, all that stuff. And all the other games, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Uh, so let's start. So it was with... quite funny, actually. Yeah. So at the, uh, at the end of the Jaguars game, and I know that they were happy and all that, but Trevor Lawrence was like, yeah, like hard, like not many teams get to say they're still playing. And I was like, bollocks, like half of you fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many in the playoffs these days. Yeah. Anyway. You're too good not to. So let's start. Yeah. Jags Chargers is in the is the NF, NFL wildcard round AFC. Uh, and both that of those teams. going to be fucking, an unbelievably good game. I'm excited for that one. Uh, so the Jaguars had a huge game. They basically Landon. had the, the London Jags had the final. Uh, of the AFC South, uh, which was basically Giants Titans winner take all, top of the division, fucking huge game, and they they take it home, they do it, they mm. they win. Uh, great performance all around. Kind of as really what's been happening is is more of a bad performance from the, uh, the Titans, uh, who end the season on a seven game losing streak, which is pretty rough. But I guess they did lose Tannehill. Uh, to a season-ending injury, but fuck it, Jags are in and they play the Chargers, and everyone's going to say that the Chargers are going to win because uh, I think they're kind of the favourites. But I think this is a Jags uh, surprise game. I think that they're going to beat the Chargers. I like right. So if the Chargers win, I won't be surprised. And the reason is is because we've discussed this a bit before. We thought that the Chargers were a bit kind of shoddy at the start of the year. We weren't that excited about them, but they really, really started turning it around. Having said that, they're quite banged up with injuries. Um, we've really, really not talked about them a huge amount. And I think that's because they, like, basically, l- last season, they were easily one of the most entertaining teams in the of the season. And actually, I think I said at the start of the year, before the season, uh, in our pilot, that if you were uh, trying to get into the NFL, the Chargers might be a good team to start supporting just because they're so yeah. entertaining. And they've just not been, because mostly because of injuries. Um, but then they've really started turning it around once again. You know, we're starting to we're starting to see that that QB play that we you know that we used to say that we, we we got like Justin Herbert is one of the premium QBs. His team's not quite as good as a Bengals or a Chiefs. Um, so if they do win, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. Uh, that being said, Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. Uh, they they lost twenty eight thirty one to the Broncos. Uh, yeah, and that's not necessary unless they, they probably started benching people. I mean, you know, it's one they of those did, games. They did. They benched yeah. like absolutely fuck. Like Herbert still plays, but they knew they didn't. They they benched like a bunch of players. Very much so. So, so fair play, um, you know. But I I think maybe you don't lose to the Broncos mentally before the playoffs. Like um, Keenan Allen still played, um, and people like that, and like Herbert still played, but they just didn't like. Like Chase Dead, so they brought Chase Daniel in for a bit and stuff, and they just didn't re- like Chase Daniel was playing at the end. They just didn't really like. I don't think they really. If you look at their, um, so if you look at their their stats, 
um, 10 players caught a pass. That's a lot of players. On the, yeah, and it's clearly because they were just rotating guys out. So I, yeah. I wouldn't read a huge amount into it, but, you know, I just don't... They are they are a team with weaknesses. Jags are also a team with weaknesses, but fuck me. Like they, we both we both predicted if, that they would get into the... A few weeks ago, that they would A, get into the playoffs, and B, win a playoff game. So I'm going to stick my chip on Jags, yep. yeah. Jags, okay. Now, the other one, Saturday night football, 49ers, Seahawks. 49ers, it's not even close. It's gonna, it's, they might as well not play it. Um the 49ers humiliated the Cardinals. It was pretty rough. Um, and uh, Seahawks had a really entertaining, exciting final, you know, last game of the season, winning in overtime against the champions. And I am I love Geno Smith. And I'm really happy for him to get to the playoffs. Uh, they've been an exciting prospect all year, but it's the end of the road, boys. I'm sorry to say. Uh, Speaking uh, of the champs, though, the Rams, if Sean McVay stays, have a future. If he doesn't, oh, they don't. Definitely. As soon as and, they get, as soon as they start getting their boys back, as soon as they start getting their yeah. guys back on the team, they're going to be the same. They're, plus, they got they got some movements to do, and I think also having someone like Baker Mayfield even in the building is is beneficial. Yeah, uh, it just means they're less scared um, of this yeah. happening again. And I think he's the kind of he's a kind of coach where this won't happen. Again. I think McVeigh will stay. That's my view, I, and I think that Baker Mayfield, if he's wise, will not. I don't actually know if another offer will come along for Mayfield. It depends no. what happens with the QB carousel. But like, if May- Mayfield is wise, he'll stay. Because let's be real, like Stafford won't be healthy for the inside season. Yeah, like, that's, that's just true. Like, so also, um, I don't know. I think he might have had his last. I think he won his Super Bowl. I think he might. Not yeah, that's it. Like, I think Stafford. Stafford was one of those guys that his teams were so bad all throughout the Lions, like his time at the Lions, but and everyone. But everyone knew that he was good. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone was like, but people weren't, but people didn't know that he was like really good. So, yeah. but it was all there was always this circle around him where it was like there was always that debate, always that debate. Like if he was on a competent team, would we think of him as as good as like maybe like you know like Ben Roethlisberger or someone like that? And that was always the kind of point. Well, yeah. he's he's proved his point now, you know. He's yeah, had he's been able to play on a good team, and they did it. Amazing. Well, I think the other thing, Cooper Cup, having Cooper Cup at the back is going to be huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, sorry. Let's keep going. So let's Bills, go. Dolphins, Bills, uh, fuck them. <laughs> the Dolphins made the playoffs, and they made the playoffs in a absolutely storming uh, 11-6 game, um, which consisted of uh, Jets scoring two field goals, the Dolphins scoring two field goals. Um, and then basically scoring a field goal in the last minute uh, to try, like, and so it was nine six, and then very you, strange. I tell you a secret, James. Yeah, I didn't fucking watch that game or even no, the highlights. Nobody I read to about watch the that game. game. I was like, I don't need to. I, I knew you watched it because so, you're because you're a fucking like masochist. So it's the Dolphins. Yeah. You know, if the Dolphins are on, you have to watch it. I was, I, I was just like, I don't need to. Well, the funny thing, the funny thing happened in, in that game is uh, Jason Saunders, who's been shit. A couple of interesting things happened. Jason Saunders has been shit all season from over fifty. Hit one beautiful straight down the middle. Dolphins go nine six up. Mm. Uh, gives the Jets enough time to try maybe a trick play, maybe try the Patriots miracle play, and they don't do it. And they call the play dead, and everyone goes on the field, and they're like, "Oh, the game's over. Dolphins win nine six. And then they kind of had another look, and it turns out that it was a safety or something. Like so, then the <laughs> Dolphins got an extra two points right at the end. Um, so in one of the worst games, 
I said this. I said this to somebody else, right? Yes, it was shite, absolutely awful offensively. But both teams did play very well defensively. That has to be said, particularly the Dolphins, who at some points did need to make some stops. I've... Another cool thing happened in the game. Yeah, Dolphins needed to uh, needed to get the ball back. Uh, or I can't remember exactly what happened. Basically, uh, Mike McDaniel throws the challenge flag. And what's interesting about this is he was 0-5 in challenge flags this season, which means he's not once got it right challenging the play. And everyone was like, what are you doing? Please no. And wouldn't you know it, he got lucky. It was an incomplete pass. They go to third down over there, punt the ball. Uh, so that was quite exciting. And that sets up a game against the old rivals, Buffalo Bills in yes, Buffalo. Where they are going to lose. They're uh, going to I'm get... Afraid, like, I, uh, I'm sorry, man. It no, is it's not it going to be fine. Dolphins are also... This is uh, this is a true number. 0-9 uh, going back to 2015 in games taking place under 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and the temperature in Buffalo this weekend is going to be somewhere in the 33s. You know, that's like, like like people talk about this every year. In fact, we talked about this at the start of the season when we were talking about the Dolphins in September. The yeah. Buffaloes, Buffalo, one of the Buffalo Bills' main thing when, when they have home field advantage in January is you've got to play in Buffalo in January. Like you don't, listeners, if you don't watch this sport, you don't understand how cold that is. Like it's not like they wouldn't, you know, they would just call off a soccer, like a, a Premier League game if it was yeah, that cold. Frozen it, it's, it wouldn't like you. They literally play in fucking snowstorms over there. It's insane. Like, in fact, so one of one of the most famous ever games is played in a full snowstorm. They keep having to bring yeah. out like pitch guys to like move snow so you can see the lines on it. It's absolutely That's quite exciting. Everyone uh, really likes it. Oh, also, the other great piece of news for this game. Uh, uh, Tua is officially out with a concussion, so he's that's basically it. why I said it. I mean, yeah. the thing oh, is, well. is that even if he had come back for it, like he's been hurt too much now, and also his star receivers are both hurt, so it's kind of it, I don't know that it's gonna. I be, think they should. I don't think um, he's hurt. Right? I think he's cleared. He's cleared protocol, but they're like business it, decision. Like, that. If, yeah. If yeah, we're not going to win, and if we did win, it would be a miracle. So let's just not have you get really hurt yeah. a fourth time. You've, even though you've cleared, let's just give it another. Let's give it another few weeks. Yeah. Right? Let's give it to the next season. One thing I will say about this, uh, we'll say um, he's not on the coach of the year list at all because their record isn't good, um, and he's done some very questionable things with his QBs. Um, they're unlucky about a particular injury. Uh, however, having said that, the Jets, the defeated team, are not fucked. Like, let's no, talk. Uh, just, fucked. I'm, I'm going to say any defeated teams would go past. I'll say for their fucks or not. The Cardinals are fucks. Jets not fucks. The Jets are a really good team. In fact, loads of people who are uh loads of people who are putting out um predictions for who's going to win the rookies of the year and defensive rookies of the year and things like that. Um the Jets have pretty solid odds for winning both for for winning um the defensive rookie of the year with yeah, it's Source Gardner. Gardner. It's gonna be cornerback Source Gardner, who's also my nominee for NFL name of the year. Yeah, um, I'd say he's up there. He's definitely, yeah, definitely um, up there. He is an amazing course, uh, cornerback. Uh, sort of a return to that kind of Revis guy that's you know was before him in the Jets. The QB issue, I think they will look long and hard. They've got an okay-ish draft pick, but I think that they will either... Didn't you make... Uh, didn't you have a thought about this? 
Uh, I can't remember because I think that they there's a lot of movements that can happen. Yeah. So yeah. basically, I've if I recall, I think if I recall, you mentioned that you thought that Jimmy Garoppolo might be a jet. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo I, could be a jet. I would agree that someone like Jimmy Garoppolo could well be a jet. And I think that the Jets are a bit like the 49ers. Weirdly, Robert Saleh used to coach under Shanahan um, in that I don't think they necessarily need their QB to be a superstar for them to be a really, really good team. Um, it, it would be funny if uh, Aaron Rodgers went there. You, you know I'm, what? Like, It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's like, not. And it would be quite funny that he ends his career where Brett Favre ended his career. Yeah, Wait, it, it really Favre wouldn't be... There? He, he did go. He, to, he did played, go to the Jets. Yeah, he played. Uh, he went to the Viking. Well. He he played for Minnesota. I think. I think his final year was in Minnesota, though. Yeah, that was um, quite funny. But yeah, I don't. You know what? Like the more I think about it, like Aaron Rodgers to the Jets would be kind of fun because mm. the Jets are a really good team. They've got a jet. They've got a sweet, sweet receiver. Um, they've got like, and they they just don't. They they again. They're a piece away. Um, but they're not maybe crazy far away. Yeah, maybe that's the guy. Um, so Vikings, Giants. So there we go. Vikings and Giants. So you've picked. I believe that you've picked the Giants to upset them, right? Mighty Giants are going to upset. The, the wild cards are going to be wild. That's my prediction. And after the wild card round, everyone's going to. Everyone who's expected to win will win. But I think the Giants beat. Uh, they beat the Vikings just because the Vikings yeah. are ballers. By the way, guys, that basically happens nearly every season. Uh, there's a few exceptions. Um, so for, there's a few exceptions. Um, there's the season of the Eagles-Vikings Super Bowl. Um, no one really thought that they would be the Super Bowl contenders. Um, and then it, during the long, long, long New England Patriots years, um, there would sometimes be an NFC team that you didn't expect. In fact, twice it was the Giants. <laughs> you yeah, didn't and expect. Both times they won, and both times they won. But like, it's kind of I don't know. Actually, did it, did people predict the Bengals Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, they thought they Bengals, were very good. I think that they were playing. Yeah, the Bengals were. Yeah, the Bengals were like on a really hot run that everyone recognized. Right, like the Bengals. Um, the Bengals Rams Super Bowl, and so were the Rams. And the same is true of when the Ravens played the 40, uh, the 49ers. Like, obviously, like New England were always the sort of favorite, but like Ravens had been to the AFC Championship and were within like two points of being them the year before and had gone on another amazing run. So, you know, it's not like yeah, but normally there's always there's always a couple of like wild games in the wild card, which is why it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, and I think this is going to be one of them. Uh, I think that it's just it just it's got a Giants win written all over it. The Vikings because they've been a bit weird. The January uh, Giants, man. The January like Giants the, back in the day, on maybe they'll take up they'll take up where they they'll take like Dan, Daniel Jones will become will stand on the shoulders of Eli and become exactly the same as him, a bang average quarterback who's fucking good in January. Yeah. That's exactly what he is, isn't it? He's just... Because he, you know when he came in, everyone's like, he seems like Eli too. That's what he's going to be. He's going to be a bang average guy for the most of the part who just smokes it in January. 
Yeah, plus uh, Shaquan Barkley is really good, and ah, they've yeah. got loads of stuff going on. I, I'm excited for them, and I think they're just going to be they're going to be that team. They're going to also we don't trust the Vikings. Together. We've and never we trusted trust the Vikings. Vikings. You know, we've had our we waverings. Haven't. We've had we've our waverings. Trusted. I've brought well, yeah, you know that I have though. You know that I've yeah. been like, oh, maybe they're good, and every time you've gone, no, they're not that great though. The two guys, it's like they're two guys. That's it. Yeah, Justin guys. Jefferson, you're amazing. But oh yeah, I love it. I, I don't know. Um, then right. so the. Uh, the Sunday night game is a rerun of last week's game. It's Bengals Ravens. Um, now that is the Bengals are going to win the game. Unfortunately, as a Ravens fan, now I don't know if you watched the Ravens Bengals game because it I was turgid. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I did. It was fucking turgid. Um, I mean, we got like the Ravens got smoked by the Bengals. However, the the, the Ravens were playing... I will say that the Ravens kind of knew that they were going to and were quite literally playing uh, a a quarterback called Anthony Brown yeah. who we elevated from the practice squad about halfway through the season. Not even the backup QB. Um, yeah, I remember we described him as some guy the year, the, the, the week that he started. Random name generator, just some yeah. Anthony Brown. That's just like Joe Bread. Do you know what I mean? It's like just a, when, a, when a spy has to say a name that's forgettable. Yeah, like, like Anthony uh, Brown. You know, he's literally yeah. just some guy. So Only to his friends. Uh, the yeah, the, the Ravens, Bengals are going to be the Ravens, and they're going to set up a quite a funny. Uh, not funny. That's the wrong word. I can't. Remember, I don't know how the seedings are going to fall, but yeah. I think that if the Bengals have to go to Buffalo to play an NFL fucking playoff game. That would be pretty um, intense. <laughs> an interesting thing. There's an interesting niggle to this though, because I believe if a certain if I believe there's a chance that the the Bengals will play on neutral ground. No, it's the other so if it's uh it's if the Bengals Sorry, the Bills are at home, apart from in the AFC Championship game, where mm. unless they play the Chiefs, well, so if they play the Chiefs, it'll be on a neutral, it'll be on neutral ground. And I put it out on Twitter: play the fucking game in London, boys. Play it in the Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> Stadium. Fuck it. Like, I know that's yes. really imagine doing that to somebody, but like it's, it'll be really good. So I think the Bengals they they play, the most they, neutral of the most neutral of the most neutral from, of neutral yeah. grounds is the except that it's going to be. The fucking Jags. Uh, yeah, the Jack is yeah. the Jags ground. So the Bengals are gonna. The Bengals are home apart from when they play Bills or Chiefs. So that's how yeah. it works. So if they play anyone else, uh, they they are the um, they are home team, uh, which is which is fine. Yeah, I think they're gonna win. I think the Bengals are gonna be uh, pretty much in and around the mix. Update on um, Lamar Jackson's injury. Yes, uh, is that he is considered unlikely to be able to play. Um. Oh, they wow. definitely won't win with Tyler Huntley. Uh, the Lamar Jack Lamar Jackson is the Ravens' offense. Um, having said that, it's not just that. Like, it's not just him. Like, they've had their star receiver. I say star receiver. What I mean is the only receiver. The who's only vague- <laughs> what I mean about this is the only vaguely competent receiver. The the Ravens' receivers are so fucking bad. The only vaguely competent receiver. Is ha, has a season ending injury weeks ago anyway, and Lamar Jackson's out. Like I, I'm not seeing it. Like also, I didn't see it anyway. And the reason I didn't see it is because the bang, the Bengals are my Super Bowl pick. But more on that at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, um, and then the final one is Bucks Cowboys, and the Buccaneers are going to fucking surprise the Cowboys. Uh, I I was terrified watching Brady this week. Um, him 
he he's doing the Brady thing. He's being a Terminator, just moving through everyone, and it's uh, deeply, cool. deeply doubling. Disagree. So the Cowboys, and also fuck the Cowboys. Oh, you think the Cowboys are going to be? Disagree. Guys? Yeah. For once, I'm going to put my. I'm fundamentally a hater, but I'm going to put it away. I'm going to put it away and say the Cowboys are going to do it. I think they're going to fucking do it. I think they're. I think that the Cowboys. So, uh, if the Cowboys beat the Bucks, who, who would be? Who would they be playing next? Uh, I don't know. It depends on who who comes out on yeah, top. But, yeah. Uh, I think um, yeah, they probably will be playing. I would say maybe San Francisco. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, was, I don't think the Cowboys will... The Cowboys won't be the 49ers. I don't think they would play the Eagles at any point uh, unless they got to the championship game. Yeah, I think that the... Um, I think that the Bucks are going to be beaten by the Cowboys. Uh, I think the journey ends here. I All don't right. think... We'll put it that we'll put it there then. I we'll I think that I think it'd be so funny if the Cowboys lose another uh, playoff game. So that's quite, and I think that the the Bucks are too scary. I think also the Cowboys have too much pressure on them. It's like England in a major tournament. It's like there's been so much pressure built on them over the years that they cannot do mm. it. The and Cowboys just, are the uh, Cowboys are absolutely the England of the um, like more yes. than just uh, more than loads of people have mentioned this. Like the Cowboys fundamentally in terms of vibe are the England of the. NFL, you yeah, know, they really are like just constant fresh, like constant expectation, but they haven't been good for a really, really long time. Yeah, and they've been with, and the the other thing is how even works with how good they are right now. Like they're within the conversation of being good. Yeah, but they're not like they're not a fucking champion, you know. Like you know when England got beaten by France in the World Cup, of course they did because France are champions. You yeah. know, and they're they're just not. They're not champions. That's where I'm at. Uh, yeah. You know, like we've not really not broadcast our podcast enough to get pick up any real haters. Uh, if Cowboy fans ever listen back to this, I want to tell you this. I don't even care if future Cowboy guys for some reason listen back to this like, and the Cowboys have won the Super Bowl and dunk on me. I will still be a hater. I will always be a hater. Yeah. End of story. Um, I agree. Right. So who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl then? Um, so... Here is my. I believe that the Chiefs are going to fall again. And I believe that they're going to fall to the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. And I believe that the Bengals are going to play against the 49ers and the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. And that is my prediction. My prediction is I don't know who they, I think there's going to be Chiefs 49ers. And I think yeah. uh, Purdy, Brock Purdy, is going to lift the trophy and then sail off into the sunset as the greatest ever um pub quiz answer ever which is yeah, which the string quarterback <laughs> won a super yeah. bowl and it's going to be him um so that's that's my prediction uh the one i think we only got one more thing left and we'll say uh who is the nfl player name of the year um my suggestion is going to be in the season of standing quarterbacks mm. there's only one and his name is bailey zapp uh for the new england patriots so he's my nominee yeah, so my nominee, my my nominee, is, as you know, is the Jets cornerback Source Gardner. Um, Source Gardner. I think it's got to be. I think the Source Gardner. However, I think if we let's look back to the criteria of NFL player, right? Yeah. Name of the year. Now, both of our suggestions arguably don't match the criteria. No, originally, true. we were like, we were like, they can only reasonably be a a football player, right? 
Like yeah, Bailey Zapp is a magician, and Source Gardner is—I don't even know what the fuck that is. He's some kind of—he's some kind of chef, I guess. He's the Source Gardener. Yeah, like at the a fundamental gardener. level, though, Bailey but Zapp. Were... Bailey Zapp is never going to get another moment in the sun. And no. also, Source Gardener already trades too much on his name. He doesn't need our assistance. Bailey Zapp, yeah. take the crown, my friend. You have the yeah, NFL player of the year. NFL playing name of the year, twenty twenty three. Um, that's it. The season's over. That's it. It's the season's over. Uh, uh, really excited for the playoffs. It's going yeah. to be fucking lit. Uh, what are you? What would you? So you think that the? So you think that the Chiefs are going to play the 49ers? Chiefs 49ers with the 49ers win. Can I, just before we go, we haven't really mentioned the Eagles. Fuck, we haven't. They are. One thing yeah. I will say is that over the last couple of weeks, I've got very comfortable in my thought that the Eagles are going to be a bit like. So you know, like teams. Teams change sometimes, but they almost seem to represent like versions of who they were before. Um, so the Eagles weirdly feel, a, in some ways, a, the modern Eagles feel a little bit like when Andy Reid coached the Eagles. Like really, really strong season, but they do show a few cracks and then they don't make it in the playoffs. I think that at a fundamental level, the 49ers are better than them. But I don't think they're that bad. I think that the uh, last week they kind of they you know they rolled to a little victory last week. That was great, and it's really good that they did because they're they're showing a bit of shakiness. I think the problem with the Eagles is that they've got some really key injuries. Um. So, however, if the Eagles did beat the 49ers, I wouldn't be so surprised. No, they've been very good, and I mean Jalen Hurst is in the chat for player of the, for for MVP. But like, I um, believe that he will win MVP because they will give it to a QB. It's all. I mean, I want no matter what. I want to see those teams in the Super Bowl. Like, if it's if it's those four, any of those four, any combination of those four, it's that's we're very lucky to be living mm. in this timeline because that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see who comes up because there's some, there's some matchups on all of across all of those teams. So we'll see who comes out the other side of Wild Card Weekend, um, and we'll see how rested the uh, banged up Eagles are. Um, Absolutely. Uh, see how many people start. Okay. Well, look, guys, it's been a short but sweet episode. We're really excited for the playoffs. We're going to do a bit of playoff content, and should we maybe see if we can do a live Super Bowl episode? Maybe. I have maybe. to check. We'll see. Yeah. If not, we will do something for the Super Bowl. Yes. All right, man. Uh, All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. See See you next week. Bye.